It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. You have a bunch of siblings who all have kids. Here's what I hear old people saying, and I don't know if it's true. Maybe you can confirm this because some of your siblings have young kids. So growing up, I used to go play outside sometimes and I'd come back like whatever dinner time, go to a friend's house, come back for dinner. Apparently kids aren't allowed to do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. Is that true? I don't know if there's any truth to that. That's what I hear. Like you don't leave your kids alone to just get up to stuff. We used to just leave the house and and come back for dinner time. But do your uh, siblings let their young kids do that? Just go out and play and come back when you come back? No, no. no, There's more helicopter parenting now. Okay, so you got to watch them at all times. Maybe it is true then. Well, I mean, you don't want them to die. Are you sure? (laughs) I don't want them to be born. That's why I got snipped. But the Canadian Pediatric Society says a little risk is good for kids. And here are the messed up examples they give. Starts off kind of tame. First, playing at height or speed. So let's say climbing a tree or a a big wheel or a bicycle or something. That's okay. A little bit of risk there. That's okay. Second example, being supervised with hammers, ropes, and knives. Knives? Knives. But supervised. Supervised. That doesn't stop them from tripping and cutting their head off. With hammers, ropes, and knives. Oh, God. You're not cutting your head off with a knife. What kind of knife are you using? We used to just give our kids a big, giant piece of wood and nails. They love that. Just hammered nails into the piece of wood all day. How many kids did you lose that way? It was a good babysitter. (laughs) (laughs) No kids lost. We're not paying for cable. Play with your two by four. Only lost a finger. I mean, I've always said kids are not in danger enough, but then everybody ignores me when I suggest baby NASCAR. Fascists. Next Friday is Groundhog Day. Every Groundhog Day, Wyerton Willie comes out. It's an exciting day here in Ontario. You go up Highway 21 far enough, you get to Wyerton. Wyerton Willie's there. He's a groundhog who... Tells us the weather, I guess. And PETA, the group People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, they have a problem with not necessarily Wyerton Willie, but down in the States, Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah, they're dealing with that first, but they'll be coming for Wyerton Willie. Oh, they're coming for Willie. So they're suggesting that we let Punxsutawney Phil, their version of Wyerton Willie, retire And instead, we bring out a giant gold coin. On one side, it'll say six more weeks of winter. And on the other side, it'll say spring is on the way. How big is this coin? Are we talking like an old style loony that fits in the palm of your hand? Or are we talking like comic style, like huge, like like the size of Mad Hussy coin? A big, huge coin. Because basically they're saying, well, this groundhog is about as good as predicting the weather as a coin toss. Fair enough. (laughs) You know what? I don't agree with PETA a lot of time, but you know what? Fair enough on that. I suppose allowing a groundhog to predict the weather is just as dumb as a giant gold coin. And maybe we should get rid of the groundhog. Maybe Huron County can capitalize on the new animal-friendly groundhog. So instead of Wyerton Willie, pick a town in Huron County. Let's go with Kippen. Kippen. We have Kippen Kyle. Kippen Kyle, We have yes. a dude in Kippen. We have Kippen Kyle. And he comes out every Groundhog Day. And the night before, he just got thrashed. This Kippen Kyle is drunk as the day is long. He walks out of a shed. And <laughs> if he vomits on Highway 4... He gets charged for public intoxication. Got it. If he doesn't vomit... Six more weeks of winter. Fixed it. Kippen Kyle, coming to a Groundhog Day near you soon, I hope. Well, we haven't had executions here for a while in Canada. 
I remember the last one in Huron County was in the 50s. I want to say 1953. The last hanging, I believe, was right here in Godridge. Last hanging in Canada was here in beautiful Huron County. But down in Alabama, they still kill people who kill people. Yeah. The death sentence. And the latest guy was Kenneth Eugene Smith. And they tried a new method. They're giving up the electric chair. And now they just put nitrogen over your face. Put a little gas mask on your face and fill it with nitrogen gas. Basically, yeah. Take away your oxygen. And then they... Predicted it would take two minutes, but it didn't. Took, How long did it take? It took about 20 minutes, and it was a bit of a, a struggle. Does but, it at least smell good? Fresh cinnamon rolls or something? But this guy had a good final statement. He said, tonight, Alabama causes humanity to take a step backwards. Okay, so that sounds big and ominous, and oh my God, those are crazy last words. Alabama is taking humanity a step back but then he did something that made me glad they killed him he said i'm leaving with love peace and light and then he made the heart symbol he used his hands to make the heart symbol you see on tiktok oh god <laughs> i was feeling sorry for him but not anymore no he did a trendy thing which makes me realize that maybe all people on tiktok should be executed that's a joke or is it Sometimes your water breaks and you got to get right to the hospital. What do you mean sometimes your water breaks? It doesn't happen that often. If you're pregnant and ready to give birth, not everyone has their water break. No, and it, but it doesn't happen that often. Well, unless you have a bladder issue, but that's a different water it's break. It's like sometimes your car doesn't start like that happens. <laughs> it's like sometimes your water breaks. We barely made it to the hospital with our third baby. We got there and the doctor got in the room, caught the baby. It was that fast. Your wife punted him across the room. Yes. Good like thing a, he had football experience. The old hussy cannon. <laughs> so we were afraid to have another one. But there was this girl down in the, the U.S. This was in Wisconsin. She said, oh, you got to pull over. I'm sitting on the baby's head. Ah, so they, oh, my. Yes. <laughs> you didn't warn me about this. Uh, so then they pulled over to the McDonald's. And they had the baby in the McDonald's. Those McDonald's workers do not make enough money. <laughs> Holy crap. No, in the parking lot. Okay. In the parking lot. Oh, so it was the drive-thru attendant then. Yeah. The drive-thru attendant walked them through the whole procedure. Yeah, no kidding. Because that's what they're experienced Because that's how bad the economy is. <laughs> the 911 dispatch also works at McDonald's. Yes, it's all under the same roof. Uh, okay, please tell me they gave the baby a McDonald's-themed name. There's yeah. a lot of options. Mac... Little Nugget, Birdie. Well, they went with more. Mayor of, McCheese. They went with more of a biblical name, Baby Micah, but the nickname is Little McFlurry. McFlurry? Why would they go with that? It should be Little Mac. Yeah, Little Mac. The opposite of Big Mac. Yeah. Oh, they missed that one. A little Happy Meal or something. Or, McFlurry. That's a good place, though, to come up with a nickname because you got so many options. You'd hate for the baby to be born at Taco Bell. It's like, get down off that counter, big gordita. Yeah. Stop picking on your sister, Fry Supreme. I remember hearing about this a couple of years ago. It was called the Life at Sea Project. There was a cruise line offering a trip around the world for the low price of about $300,000. Three hundred grand trip around the world lasted a couple years, too. Yeah, three years. Three-year trip. Three-year trip around the world, and people naturally bought tickets to this. Some people sold their homes and properties and just figured they would go do this big cruise. And even though it was a couple years away when it was first announced, they'd get emails saying, hey, we're the cruise ship isn't big enough. We're going to buy a bigger, better cruise ship 
Yeah, with hookers and blackjack, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and then people started to think, well, is this for real? Like, what, what do you mean? They're switching ships now? And then they got an email, uh, trip's not happening anymore. Sorry. Also, if you want a refund, bye. Yeah, they promised a refund, but people aren't getting their refunds even. That's a tough oh. one, man. Imagine spending all that money Ugh. so you could spend time on a cruise ship. That sounds horrible. For three years? Three years is too long. If I wanted to hang out on the water with a bunch of rich douchebags, I'd just move to King Carden. Radio's not a bad job to have. It's yeah. all right. Just me and you in this purple studio, chit-chatting, shooting the breeze. We get a few perks. Yeah, it's all right. Every yeah. now and then we get a pizza party or something. We haven't had a pizza party in years. This year we had the promise of a Christmas party, but no Christmas party. Apparently our Christmas party's booked for April or May. But still no date. Figure that one out. Merry Christmas. You know that magazine Forbes? It's about rich people. And yeah. You've never read it, but you every once in a while you hear about it. It means something. They did uh, some research on where the best place is to work in Canada. And there is it is a place here in Ontario. And the top one makes a lot of sense. Hershey Company. No one can compete with chocolate. Hershey Canada named the best employer for competitive salary, opportunities for promotion, and work-life balance. But who cares about that stuff if you get to sample the product, right? That's another perk they have. That was one of the perks they said in the article. They get yeah. a bunch of free chocolate. That's all right, right? Yeah. That's not bad. You take a job at Hershey? Yeah. Let's say tour guide at Hershey. Would you do that job? That'd be great. You can show people the chocolate river. Totally. Do they have a chocolate river? They better have a chocolate river. I, I'm assuming. I'll be mad if they don't have a chocolate river. Yeah. Working at Hershey, it'd be like working at the Willy Wonka factory. Yeah. Without the child death and slave labor. Back in September, the most adorable little doggy was born. A little spaniel. And it had two extra legs. Had six legs. Two legs were dangling behind near the tail. Could the yeah. dog run fast? No, the legs weren't functional. They didn't hit the ground, the two extra ones. Well, that's unfortunate. It would have been a cool dog. You could race that dog. It's technically a dog, so it could be in dog races, but it's got the extra legs. Oh, yeah. It's whipped by everybody else. Imagine the speed. No, these legs weren't functional, and so this dog finally had an operation, and they got rid of the legs, and the dog's doing well. But they named this dog at the time Ariel because the two extra legs looked like fins. Oh, I thought the dog fell in love with a handsome prince. No. Okay. No, not the case. And it got cursed by a witch. <laughs> <laughs> but it got me thinking how we do this with animals. Name them after their condition. Yeah, you see yeah. some cats with one eye and be named like pirate or cyclops or something. Yeah. Yeah, but then you see also, you see douchebags give their kids stupid names too. Like Ashley spelled with a Z and an E-I-G-H at the end. Well, that's true. Get out of town with the stupid names. And this is coming from a radio jock with a stupid name. It's not a radio name. Fatty Deedee's not my radio name. That's my real ass name. It sucks. But if you have a baby and they have two extra limbs, you're not going to call them Flea. It's like how they have six limbs just like a flea. This little tick. <laughs> or tick, yeah. Although your parents did name you Matt, and I walk all over you on the morning show. Oh. That's not a joke either. You sit there and you take the insults. Ooh. Stop that. It sounds erotic. You went to Sheridan College. You remember having any vegan food options at Sheridan back in the 1900s when you went to university? <sighs> not really. Sometimes I go to Harvey's and I just ask for a bun. And then I would tell them to load it up with the vegetables. That's a really sad story. It was a cheap meal. 
I paid for the bun, and then I got to get tomatoes and everything on top of it. That was the vegan burger of the day. Oh, God, that's a real sad story, bro. That's all we had, or pierogies. trying to bring people up. You're bringing uh, us down, man. Well, that is cheese. Well, have you got any vegans in your family who want to go to university? Western University, they are the first university in Canada to have a vegan fast food joint. The kids nowadays, they care about their environmental footprint. What playgrounds are you hanging around, weirdo? Gen Zs. A lot of them aren't even drinking in university. Who are you talking to that you're getting this information? Yeah, there's stats that show that. They, they're, they're way more healthier than we are. They sleep. Eight hours of sleep, some of them even. Don't speak for the kids. It's you, crazy. You're a creepy old man. They're all healthy. You don't speak for the youth. <laughs> they got this burger joint at Western in London called Odd Burger. Everything on there vegan. So if you're vegan and you just want a dirty, greasy burger, mm. you got some options. Or one option at Western University. So that's kind of cool. But if you're like me and you prefer to keep your heart large and congested, you just go across the street to Fanshawe College. It's going to be cold today. Warming up throughout the week, though, which is making this warning from Blue Water even more relevant that don't wander onto the ice along the Lake Huron shoreline. It's a little unstable. They learned this the hard way down in Ohio. There's 20 people who got on some ice on the south side of Lake Erie. The ice broke off, and those people drifted nearly a kilometer on the ice flow into Lake Erie. Coast Guard, police, fire officials all had to rescue these 20 people. Here's what I don't get about this. The, the size of the group, 20 people. Surely out of 20 people, there would have been one reasonable voice saying, maybe we shouldn't go out onto that iceberg. There's 20 people. Is this like a cult or something where someone said, follow me? I think you underestimate social influence because there could be a couple people who were saying, eh, maybe we shouldn't do it, but maybe they felt bashful about speaking out against the group. Did the mall walkers get lost? I don't know. Why are you assuming I'm, they're old? I'm missing something here. <laughs> old people can be dumb as well as young people. Don't well, stereotype. Come with me on the iceberg to greener pastures in Port Stanley on the other side. Yeah, they could have gone to Port Stanley yeah. here in Ontario. It's a nice little town. They would have welcomed them with open arms. It's just uh, being isolated out in the middle of the lake. Terrifying. For like a couple hours, middle of nowhere. No one knows if you're alive. It's like living in Belgrave. Do you remember, Matt, the last time you saw a wild turkey while you were on the road? Probably not long ago, right? No, not long ago. You ride in the back roads. Every now and then there's a wild turkey just sitting there. They're all over the place. And then it stops and looks at you for a second. And then you look at it and you judge each other. You're both thinking, why are you on the road? Why are you on the road, Turkey? Yeah. So that's a normal interaction, I guess, in Huron County. Yeah, I don't even yell at the car anymore. It used to be when those things were first introduced, you'd say, hey, kids, look, it's a turkey. Now it's just like, oh, look, a turkey. I, I hope it doesn't dart in front of my yeah. Dodge Grand Caravan. They're everywhere. They're everywhere in Huron County. They're not everywhere in the city, including Scarborough. One wild turkey wandering around the northwest end of Scarborough. So police in Scarborough issued a warning saying, <laughs> Hey, there's a turkey wandering around. Be careful out there on the road, people. There's one turkey wandering somewhere. This is news in the city. <laughs> it's an advisory, a turkey advisory. It's a wild turkey on the road. <laughs> Raise the alarm bell. Threat level orange. That's just every day here. Now, I know we have wild turkeys here. We also have turkey farms here. 
it's important for people in the city to know the difference between a farm turkey and the wild turkey that's roaming around. So farm turkey, they're usually plumper birds, typically brown or white. A wild turkey, they're wild. They take their shirts off at parties and they try to make out with your spouse. There's no rules with them. So before you got this job, you worked at a grocery store. Yeah. We've mentioned that before. And you said you noticed that around the time uh, smartphones started to get apps like Facebook and Twitter, you had a worker who would take a lot of bathroom breaks. And all of a sudden, the kids started taking an unusual amount of bathroom breaks. The kids, like adults, aren't on Facebook well, all the damn time. <laughs> they are now. Everybody on my Facebook feed <laughs> is 50 plus. Get out of here. But this was a new thing workplaces had to deal with. Kids going to the washroom like 10 times a day. Like there's no way your bladder's that full. How does this relate to the school? So they're having this problem at a middle school in North Carolina. They noticed kids were going to the washroom up to nine times a day. Can I go to the washroom? They go down there. And somehow they discovered that they were using the mirrors in the washroom to do TikTok videos. That's a bit of a standard on TikTok, I guess, to record yourself in the mirror talking about whatever. This is coming from two I, dudes who aren't on TikTok. I do have no idea. We recognize we're too old for that platform and we stay away from it because we don't want to creep you out, kids. Yeah, and so administrators at the school figured, well, I guess the best solution for this is to take away the mirrors. Has and, it worked? No, <laughs> that's the thing. They're still going to the washroom a whole bunch. Probably yeah, they can just, just film each other. Yeah. yeah, and probably just to go on your phone, taking away the mirrors doesn't solve anything. Yeah, but would we do this to adults? Because, dude, honestly, visit your Facebook feed right now. It's going to be all old people. Are you suddenly going to take away access to their phone or their Facebook app because they're using it too much? No, we wouldn't. You'd do the same thing for old people. You know what old people would do? They would post about it on Facebook and complain. Yeah. And then they'd call your manager because they're busy bodies with nothing else to do. Am I stereotyping a whole generation of people? Maybe. Kids are responsible. They're filming people in positions of power when they're being irresponsible. Kids are awesome. We need to take the phones away from adults. So if you are 48 years old or over, a representative from Country 104.9 will be at your door momentarily to take away your phone. Make sure you have it powered off. Get there safely. Doesn't matter if you get there fast. Not like this douche up in Sudbury area just... Uh, east of Sudbury, driver stopped twice, twice in one hour for speeding. The second charge, the second speeding charge was a stunt driving charge. So after he got stopped, vehicle got towed from the scene, license suspended for 30 days, had to find a ride home. And this is in northern Ontario, Sudbury area. It's like way more remote than Huron County. Imagine you get pulled over on the side of the road here, car gets towed, got to call your buddy who lives in Lonsboro to come pick you up in Crediton. Oh, it's way out of the way. And he did it in winter. It happened this week in northern Ontario. It's a dangerous time to speed. Unless you have winter tires, in which case those will keep you on the road in any conditions. Someone came up to me once and said, you used to be so nice. <laughs> Was it your wife? No. <laughs> You, you used to be so nice before you started hanging out with that fat Aditi. Hold on. Explain what happened with these parrots first. This group of African gray parrots, apparently they had potty mouths. Yeah, this zoo started taking in parrots. They became a bit of a sanctuary. And one thing they noticed is the parrots they were bringing in had potty mouths. I guess it's a popular thing to do amongst African gray parrots. Teach them how to swear. 
Yeah, my grandparents had one of these African greys. They're yeah. brilliant birds. Yeah, so you swear around the house and this bird picks up the swear words. They often gravitate toward those words because they're easy to say. They're single syllable. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and they, people say them really loud. And so they separated these eight birds that they got because they were had the potty mouths. They didn't want them being a bad influence on the 92 other birds they had. But then these swearing birds became so popular at the zoo because they swore. No one wants to go see a regular bird if you can go see birds that swear. So they put the swear birds <laughs> in with the non-swear birds? Hoping that the 92 well-behaved birds will have a good influence on the eight swearing birds. Is it, Hold on. Is it possible all the other birds, the 92 birds, will all start swearing? Absolutely. Like I the think the swear birds are the cool birds, so they're going to start mimicking the cool birds? Absolutely. They're going to end up with 100 swearing birds. And I don't think the zoo minds because it's been good for business. Now the people are teaching them swear words because everyone knows they have swearing birds. And so they go up to the birds and say, hey, birdies, say bleep. Say the F word. And so now it's just gotten out of control. It's just a big swear in old zoo. There's two sad things about this bit. <laughs> Number one, we have audio and we can't play it because they're swearing. Well, can't we play it because it's parrots? No, you can't put the F word on, regardless of who's saying it, parrot or otherwise. But the parent doesn't know what it's doing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Still a swear word. The second sad thing is this is you. Because since you started working here, I, I have a very potty mouth. Yeah. And you've started swearing a little more, too. I have, yeah. Yeah. And, and people have noticed. Has Natalie noticed? So I, I need to go find a well-behaved radio host <laughs> to work with now. Do you have Netflix anymore? Basic plan, last I looked. Sounds like I might be getting some ads soon. Yeah, there's still a bunch of people who have the $9.99 plan. Those are the people who have had Netflix for a while. But by June, Netflix says that's not going to exist anymore. You're going to have to pick. You have a choice, buddy. Yeah. You either pick the $6 plan with ads or the 1650 plan without ads. You're getting one of them or neither of them because you're going to cancel Netflix. But if you want Netflix, you have a choice to make. It sounds like they're really pushing the ad thing because this is where they make more money now on yeah. ads than your subscription. They want you to choose the cheaper option because then more companies will pay for ad space on Netflix. The whole appeal to me of streaming services was that there was no ads. Yeah, was now it's just like, old TV there back can, in the day. There can still be no ads. You just got to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to pay up, buddy. But, I mean, I don't mind sitting through the odd ad if it's a little bit cheaper. I mean, it gives you time to go to the fridge, have a pee. What do you mean it gives you time? You can pause it. Not the ad. You can pause the actual thing. Does it allow me to skip the ad? No. You can yeah. pause the ad or you can pause the actual TV show if you don't have ads. The point is I don't want to watch the ad, so I might as well go pee. Nobody's making you watch anything is the point. Got to have time to get that bag of chips. Also, stop drinking so much water. You don't need 12 liters of water a day. Stop peeing. Doing it right now. This turkey over in Scarborough, he keeps making the news. Or she. Yeah, are you assuming the gender? I assume the turkey's gender. I'm so sorry. I'd like to apologize. Is it the male turkeys that have all the big feathers? I think so. Yeah, you can kind of tell. To attract the mate. Does this one have big feathers? It's, I don't know wild turkeys. I can't tell them apart. Is that offensive too? I don't, I don't know. know anymore. Being a nuisance, we have an update on that turkey. Apparently, uh, it was causing enough trouble. They 
relocated the turkey to outside of Scarborough. Yeah, this wouldn't be a big deal here. This is just normal here in Huron County. You're driving along and you see a turkey. But you said people were part of the problem here. Once again, it was people's fault. They were stopping and feeding the turkey bread. And so then the turkey basically just looks at your car as a giant lunchbox. Comes up to the car and knows there's food in there. It's a food dispenser. It's like a food truck. And so the turkey's risking its life. Stupid turkey. Stupid turkey. <laughs> so the turkey got relocated out to the country. So <laughs> turkey evidently doing fine. Maybe it's dead. We haven't followed up. But now that the turkey is gone, the people of Scarborough, they can get back to worrying about the real problems, which is obviously living in Scarborough. There's a casino in Niagara Falls. Here's the story. Somebody walked in with a grocery bag filled with cash. <laughs> Not a plastic bag. Uh, yeah. Oh, a reusable one? I don't know if it was fabric or plastic filled with cash. Came in, got a whole bunch of chips, and then apparently uh, took off after that. Weird behavior. They didn't, didn't gamble at all. Just got the chips, took off. Yeah, but someone walks in here with $80,000 in cash. Are you going to take it? Why would they do that? We don't have anything to exchange for the cash. We're not a store. Yeah, We're a, a radio station. You know, they come in, they say, hey, do a shout out for me on the radio. I'd say, talk to our sales guy, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the uh, gambling commission here in Ontario, they're fining this casino saying, hey, this guy was suspicious. You should have called the police to investigate this. Yeah, see where this money came from. Plus, obviously, there's maybe a gambling addiction involved here. Gambling addiction, uh, maybe some kind of black market thing going on. Maybe they're selling chips on the side for profit. Who knows? My thought was, isn't everybody who goes into a casino kind of suspicious? Somewhat, I guess. Like bachelorette party, suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Frat guys. Suspicious. Right. Old lady with a cane. Real suspicious. People wearing diapers. Yeah. Suspicious. Including babies. What are you doing, baby? Do you have any f uh, freakish things on your body? Have you seen my nose? It's enormous. Well, I'm saying besides the obvious. Do you, do you have like a weird birthmark somewhere? Or? I got a weird mole on my back. I should probably have that looked at. Probably. Yeah. It keeps growing. <laughs> Has a face. I think it's talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Matt and Fatty on the radio. It's because we don't look good enough to be on television. We're on the radio for a reason. But we could compete with this lady from California, did you say? Yeah, a California woman. Her name's Macy. She's had this freakish strand of hair growing out of her bicep that she noticed. And she realized this might be the longest arm hair in the world. And so she took it to Guinness World Records. So she has the longest single arm hair for a woman. Apparently, there's a man who has the record. Hers is 7.24 inches long. There's a record also for men's longest arm hair, and that's 8.5. But she wants to keep hers growing and beat out this guy. She wants the world record permanently, not just for women. Is that something you brag about? Yeah, like why you, not? You go out on a date. Anything interesting about you? Well, I have the world's longest arm hair. There's a dude in high school, Ben. He had, um, it looked like it was about a four inch long nipple hair. Oh. And he showed me this thing. Why didn't he pull it? He didn't want to. He wanted it to grow as long as it could. And I saw Ben years later. This was in high school he showed me. And I saw him years later after college. I was like, <laughs> dude, what's going on? Nice to see you. We caught up. I was like, do you still have that nipple hair? He's like, dude, no, it fell out and I couldn't find it anymore. It fell out at a party and he was so bummed out about it. What would be your nipple hair? You'd probably be the person most in denial about their bald spot. 
damn, are you in denial about that thing. Yeah. It is bad. It's, it's that bad? It's getting fatty bad. Well, this is what's so cruel. I got more hair in my nose now than on my head. That's just what happens, buddy. I have to shave my ears now, dude. I know. I actually take a razor to my ears. Every now and then I do find a, like a four-inch hair growing out of the side of my ear. As you get older, stuff like that happens. But then you reach a certain age where that stops because you die. It's always nice when you have a good relationship with your neighbors. You got a good relationship. With, yeah, your neighbor's the mayor. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, of, one of my neighbors. And <laughs> I have good neighbors. But one time I had an incident with a neighbor. Was upset because my son was trying to break the world record in pogo sticking. And he just couldn't handle the sound anymore. Is that where you jump on a pogo stick? Yeah, just jumped on a pogo stick. I think he was at a thousand jumps. Neighbor comes over just freaking out like, make it stop. Just wanted him to stop. I thought I, I was going to die that day. What happened to that neighbor? That they passed away. That's good. They're no longer there. So you won. I won. You won that argument. <laughs> but I didn't murder this neighbor. Let's be clear. Matt did not murder him. No. Nobody can prove that. No. Didn't murder. But there was an incident down in Pennsylvania. These two neighbors, they had been fighting for over two years because one of the neighbors was a very loud snorer. Were they, did they, like, I live in a duplex, so I can sometimes hear my name. Was this a duplex situation where they're sharing a wall? Doesn't sound like it, no, because he was found with a knife in his yard, and apparently it broke into the neighbor's house and stabbed him. So he was hearing, for like two years, and he's like, I can't stand it anymore! <laughs> Maybe Where's the knife? <laughs> Maybe it was a super annoying where it's broken up. You ever hear that, like... And you're oh. like, are they still alive? Oh, God. When the, when the breathing pauses, you're like, did they die? <laughs> it's so annoying. So I get it. I mean, I get that this could have escalated to murder. I, I, uh, I get that. I get it. Obviously, murder's wrong, but you're losing sleep for years. It's affecting your mental health. It's like, don't, don't murder, though. You, take them to court. you can take them to court for that, mental distress. If they're mm. causing you mental distress, you take them to court. And if that doesn't work, then you murder them might be one of those days. So the forecast calling for some chances for freezing drizzle this morning. After that, we're going to see some heavy snowfalls. It's going to hover around the minus one mark. We're at zero outside our studios in Goderich. So if you have kids who go to school, we're keeping an eye on the school buses. It might be one of those days where we're keeping an eye on it, all right? Yeah, do parents let them sleep in if they hear the buses are canceled? You're a parent. You can answer this question. I don't. Yeah, did you I, let your kids sleep in when you knew there was a bus cancellation? Did you let them sleep in, or were you like, "Hey, get up! There's chores to do. You got to get ready anyway, just in case." Have a shower. You smell. No, I think we would let them sleep in if we heard early. Enough. What do you mean you think? Is uh, that what happened? I'm just saying you got to be on these buses this morning. So, I'm on it. So parents can let their children sleep. I am on it right now. Yeah. Or so you can wake them up and, again, tell them that their uh, odor is pungent and they should do something about it. Remember in the summer when Canada was on fire and all, yeah. that, all that smoke went down to the U.S. It somehow filters down into there and, and they get to feel the effects of that more than we even do. What do you mean somehow? It Wind, bro. Yeah, it's the air. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. It blows it around. It's not somehow. It's wind. It blows it away from you. Yes. Kind of like when you have a bad fart. Your friends smell it, but you don't. Buddy, children understand wind. You don't have to explain this. It's wind. There was a new <laughs> study done at the University of Waterloo, and, and they figured that 
in about 75 years, due to climate change, people in the U.S. are going to have to stay indoors for an extra 142 days. The worst will be on the East Coast due to climate change and smoke and everything else. Okay, so more time indoors. More time. That's like almost half the year. You, sorry, boss, I can't come to work today. It's going to be air quality days. Yeah, there it, we go. That's okay. Yeah. I just, you just play more video games. I've been playing a lot more Fortnite. I can burn the time at home. Why not? Sure, I'm getting fat eating Doritos all day. That's fine. Yeah. We'll just all get treadmills and uh, continue to dry our clothes on them and not use them. If you want to do any kind of ice skating, you have to go to an arena, which is fine. You're skating around in a little circle. Something really cool to do if you've never done it. And our own Matt Hussey hasn't done it. Why do you always have to point out what I haven't done? No, I'm, I'm just saying this is a cool thing for you to do if you want to try something new. You're old. You're an old, old man. You don't get to try new things much anymore. You've done everything already. Again, as an old, old, old man. But I've never skated on the Rideau. The Rideau Canal is a canal in Ottawa. It's several kilometers long. I want to say eight or so kilometers long. This thing freezes in the winter, and you can skate on the whole thing. Pretty fun. So you can do a, like an eight-kilometer ice track. It's kind of cool. At one point, there's like a Tim Hortons and a Beaver Tails. I was just about to ask, is there a Tim Hortons? Yes. You what? can skate up to... A Tim Hortons or a Beaver Tail. Grab a snack, grab a coffee. There's a mall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a mall, but it's not too far off from a mall. It's, it's, there's the Rideau Center right along the Rideau Canal, too. It's kind of cool. It's like skating anywhere else, except it's in Ottawa. So you can see where all the politicians get their Aladdin costumes. Here on County, no stranger to smells you'd rather not smell. Typically, those are associated with agriculture, and that's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. But downtown Vancouver this weekend, what is that smell? Apparently, there's a big chemical smell in the air. Yeah, and there's always someone that doesn't smell it. They have COVID. They had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> now you run into that. So <laughs> a, bu a bunch of people call the police being like, hey, what, what's going on? There is a chemical smell. Is this bad for me? What's going on? They tracked it to a chemical plant. I guess there is a calling it an incident at the chemical plant. I don't know if it was a spill or what, but they're saying that's where the smell's coming from. It's not bad for you. You're not going to be hurt by it. Obviously, it smells terrible, but give it a day or two. The smell's going to go away. Now, here in Godrich, just down the street from Country 104.9 Studios, we have a, a CBD extract plant. They're called Hempsana. They do great work, but they extract CBD from cannabis. So depending on which way the wind's blowing... You're going to smell a very strong smell of, like, not somebody smoking pot, but, like, a bag of weed. I smelled it this morning. Yeah, I smell it, it every once in a while. We both, like, breathe it in before we come in the door. Does that explain our show? Yeah, yeah I was yeah, wondering. Yeah. So if you're around Country 104.9 Studios and you smell pot, it's just the business down the street. Or it's me getting ready to murder four bags of Miss Vicky's. If you're a customer of TD, they're being sued for... Uh, roughly $15 million. They decided to settle this lawsuit because what was happening was if you try to use your debit card and there's not enough money in the bank, you'll get the little notice on the debit machine that says insufficient funds. Oh, I hate that notice. When that pops up, I didn't realize this, but they, they charge you a fee <laughs> for trying to access money you don't have. So they, You're broke as hell, and TD's like, you know what? Ugh, kicking the ribs. You're even broker now. Yeah, since you're down on the ground and unconscious, I might as well give another punch. 
And apparently they were charging these fees without notifying people. So that was kind of the big issue here. So now a class action lawsuit is being settled for about $15 million. So if this has affected you, you could be eligible for some of that money. Might get out of the overdraft. That's maybe why they give me a text first. They give me a text that you're you're about to go in the hole. Oh, you're broke. We're just reminding you. Yeah, we're just reminding you that you're broke. But it seems kind of sad, right? (laughs) it seems kind of sad, like charging broke people for not having money. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, kind of, it's like it's like blaming people in Venastra for looking like that. It's like they can't help it. I had one son that broke his arm three times. One time he fell off the couch. You know, kids get up on the back of the couch. Kids get everywhere. He thought that was a good place to watch a film. And he falls off the couch. Ouch! He was 21 years old when that happened. So that should be on this new list of pediatrics. They put together this list of things that kids shouldn't do if you want to stay out of the emergency departments. I feel like kids are always going to find trouble. I know. They always find something to get up to that's unsafe. Swinging. We used to see who could jump the furthest off the swing. We did that as kids, totally. Yeah, from the highest height. And we'd just fly off the swing and land on the ground and break our legs. It was just part of the fun. Breaking your legs was part of the fun? Who can go the longest without breaking a limb? That's what we used to do back in my day. But here's the things you can't do. You can't have any fun. Don't be left alone with animals, children. Okay, yeah. Sometimes they don't understand animals and they bite them. Playing with BB guns or air guns. (laughs) Firearms, evidently dangerous now. Well, they can be. Even those Nerf things, those hurt. My nephews were hitting me with those. Yeah, that foam is real hurty. Playing on trampolines. Yeah, you had a trampoline, right? Yep, and sometimes the kids would make a catapult almost, double jump. Yeah, one kid is doing small little jumps, and then another kid does a bigger jump. But then when they hit the trampoline, the se- the second kid will yeah. help them jump like three times as high. Look, Dad lives on the roof, riding an ATV. That's very Huron County specific. Yeah. They can get hurt there. Or cycling, skiing, or skating without a helmet. You could follow some of this advice. You were a couple times we went bike riding. You had no helmet on. Well, yeah. You don't want to mess up what hair you have left. But it was on on the guard. You can break your head anywhere. You could fall off your chair right now. You should be wearing a helmet right now is what I'm saying. I I figure the trees on either side will keep me on the path. (laughs) You're right. I should always wear a helmet. Huron County has its own dangers, right? We've got a lot of agriculture here. Yeah. This one's oddly specific. Avoid driving tractors into the sides of buildings. It's very dangerous, especially Seaforth area. And the simplest way to avoid any injury in Huron County, just don't go to Grand Bend. I'm kidding, Grand Bend. I'm kidding. Don't email us. Imagine you're in the middle of the flight. You're just closing your eyes. You're resting your eyes. Hum of the plane. And then somebody gets up and they're like, let me out of here. And they try opening the emergency door 10,000 feet in the air. Oh, my God. That happened this weekend on an Air Canada flight going from the UK to Toronto. Somebody losing their damn mind on the plane trying to open the emergency door. Thankfully, those things don't open in the air. They can't be opened in the air. So everybody was okay. But the joke's on him then. (laughs) <laughs> the joke's on everybody. That would freak me right out, dude. Well, this is good to know. I didn't know this information. That door actually can't open. Why is that good to know? Are you planning on if it? someone does this on a flight I'm on, at least I'll be chuckling instead. <laughs> he doesn't know, but the door doesn't open. Now, <laughs> my first thought is like, 
arrest this person, make an emergency landing. Apparently, they got to Toronto. Uh, the person was escorted off the plane by police, but not charged. Uh, police say the person was in a state of, quote, crisis and confusion. Oh, okay. So I don't know how the person is doing. Well, I hope they let him out first, at least. <laughs> uh, probably. Probably. But could you imagine, like, must have been so scary flying Air Canada. Nothing satisfies like a fat, juicy hamburger. Oh, yeah. It, it can get better, too. Summer day, fresh off the grill, cold beer, mm. bacon, cheese. The smell of barbecue in the it's distance. Perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. It's lovely. Over in Toronto. This is making the news because dude went to a Hilton Hotel restaurant and ordered a burger for some reason. Who goes to the restaurant in the hotel? You're in Toronto. Asked for a burger and asked for it to be cooked medium. And uh, the waitstaff said, we usually cook this thing well done, but we'll make it medium for you. Dude gets his burger, starts biting into it. Waitstaff brings over a waiver, a health waiver. It's a piece of paper that says, we normally cook this thing well done, but since you wanted it medium, we did it. But if you get sick, this is your fault and we cannot be held liable. So this guy's from the U.S. Apparently, they put a warning on the menus down there. That's how they get around this. Not here. But in Canada, we have guidelines. You have to cook it to 71 degrees. So this kitchen was probably, well, you got to give him a waiver because if he gets sick and dies... We don't want to be sued. We can't be held liable. Yeah. According to the dude, he didn't finish his burger. He, he had a couple bites, but he's like, you know what? Forget it. Yeah, the so, waiver turned him off. It's not really worth it. But it should be said, though, you order food from the hotel restaurant, you're taking your life into your own hands, <laughs> right? It's like skydiving or visiting Grand Bend. Loblaws has reversed their decision to take away the 50% off stickers on things that are about to expire. <laughs> yeah, they reversed their decision. Enough people complained. Politicians were getting in on this. They didn't think anyone would notice. People were pretty upset. I guess the bigger story here is that if that's what Canadians can afford at the grocery store, your garbage, if that's all Canadians can afford, maybe that's a wake-up call to lower the prices. What are you going to do about it, though? Not eat? <laughs> but it's nice to know as a customer... I'm worth it that I once again can pay an affordable price for a stale sandwich I'm risking my life to eat. Yeah, I, yeah. It, should, it should go without saying that you, Matthew Hussey, are absolutely worth food that is going to kill you within hours. Foggy morning today, going to see off and on drizzle, off and on light snow. It's going to be a high of plus five today. We're at plus one outside our studios in Goderich. I was thinking this would be a good morning for an eclipse. Why? So people don't look at the sun. It's so foggy, you can't see the sun. So then you wouldn't look at the sun. That is bizarre rationing. So, like, all the buses are canceled this morning due to fog, but I've never heard of a school cancellation due to a celestial event. Are you trying to segue a second time now? Yes, get on with it. (laughs) I'm trying to, but your segues don't make sense. Yes, they do. There's uh, four school boards in the Toronto area that are rescheduling a PA day that was scheduled for March, I believe, but it's going to happen now on April 8th. And that's because there's a solar eclipse that day. What they're trying to prevent is kids looking up at the sun. So solar eclipse is when the moon passes between the earth and the sun. It'll actually get darker in the middle of the day because 
the moon's blocking a lot of the sun. Yeah, and part of the reason for this is it's right when the kids are getting out of school. 318 is when the eclipse is happening. And even though most of the sun is covered, if you look at it, you still have the... It's, you can look at it directly with your eyes, you can, but it's going to do as much damage as looking directly at the sun is. So yeah. they want to stop kids from doing that. Yeah, you don't want them going blind. No, of course not. No, no, no. If my first thought was, well, just tell the kids. Just yeah. tell them, don't look at the sun, stupid. That's one of the first things you learn from your mother or dad. Don't look at the sun, kids. <laughs> Right? <laughs> no matter how gorgeous or appealing it is, don't look directly at the sun. But why do we look at the sunsets? Because uh, the light is dampened. It's, oh. it's not direct. It's like uh, it's bent a little bit. So That's it's, safe. It's spread out. Yeah. Good. It's not like a lump of peanut butter. It's spread out peanut butter. Oh. The heaviness isn't in your eyes. Did I explain that okay? Good analogy. So maybe kids are a little dumb, but... Adults are also kind of dumb, right? Yeah. You have to explain this to adults. Don't look directly at the sun. And I see adults do dumb things. Yesterday, I saw an adult driving a Ford Focus. Come on. You got to know better. Well, if you know anything about country music, you know that getting invited to sing at the Grand Ole Opry, it's an honor. This is like the church of country music. Tickets are expensive, too. 300 bucks to go to this show on Friday night. It was a tribute to Dolly Parton because it was her birthday on Friday night. And video just surfacing now of L. King's performance at the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, yeah. And apparently there's been apologies from the Opry for her behavior on stage. Yep. She uh, apparently, I didn't know this. I didn't know using foul language is kind of frowned upon at the Grand Ole Opry. Well, there especially because it is. It's like the country music church. It's like taking the Lord's name in vain at the Anglican Church or wherever. And not yeah. only was El King cursing, by her own accord, she was kind of drunk. Play the clip of El King. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is El King. I'm hammered. I am effing hammered. I'm El King and I'm hammered. And then, <laughs> and then she was, she could barely walk. And then she tried to do the Dolly song, Marry Me. Didn't know any of the lyrics. Instead, she just started swearing. She started, she started blaming the band. Ah, stop looking at me. And then she's like, yeah, now let's have a violin solo. And then she's like, don't tell Dolly. And then she started talking to the crowd like, you actually bought tickets to this bleep? And, oh, it was just terrible. Worst to, performance you've ever seen. To be fair, though, if Rob Schneider was my dad, I'd be drinking too. Shalor, New Brunswick. Their Chase the Ace contest. It's the local lottery there. was up to eight million dollars hadn't been won since february of last year pod just went higher and higher finally somebody won the eight million dollar chase the ace that's not bad for a local lottery right no kidding i thought our catch the ace was high our catch the ace is pretty good for a local lottery it's uh, awesome. the, the Goddard catch the ace right now is at fifty three thousand dollars the draw is coming up this Friday, you got today and tomorrow to buy tickets. You can check out GodrichCatchTheAce.ca. $53,000, though. It's nothing to bat an eye at, right? You can buy a new Honda Civic. You could shop at Loblaws like twice. It's been a couple years since I've been fishing. Last thing I caught was a smallmouth bass. It's exciting, dude. You're sitting on the river for an hour, two hours, four or five hours. Finally, something bites. It's exciting. I'd like to do more fishing. 
It's free food, right? Free meat. Yeah. Lake. Just pay your fishing license. Go catch some fish, bro. Well, dude, I got the griddle. We'll fry it up on the griddle. Let's do it. Normally, when you hear a story of someone saying, yeah, I caught this fish. It took me four hours to bring it in. And three men. You think they're exaggerating. Right. No, this is a true story. Dude out of Quebec, he was fishing. And uh, where was it? Lac St. John in the middle of Quebec caught a 109-pound halibut. Big-ass fish. <laughs> Got a photo of it, too. And it took four hours fighting this fish before he got it, before he reeled it in. Yeah, it took three men, too. So he's wrestling this thing, 109-pound fish, that thing fighting for its life. Yeah, it's going to take three dudes, four dudes altogether <laughs> to fight this thing. And that's one of those things, right, where you're taking a photo of it, you holding this massive fish, and you're showing that photo to everyone, right? Oh, yeah. Everybody you encounter, dude, I caught this 109-pound fish. You're framing that. In your dining room or something. That picture's going up there. You are showing everyone. It's like showing off pictures of your kids, but this is interesting. I'm giving you permission. If you're at work today, just sneeze all over. I don't need your permission. I do that anyways. Try to do it in the opposite direction of you. I'll turn around and sneeze at the wall behind me. Is that what those marks are? That's what those marks oh are. It's God. disgusting. It stinks. Well, doctors now are cautioning you about holding in the sneezes. After this rare thing happened over in Scotland, this guy had a sneeze coming on, pinched his nose and closed his mouth. He pinched his nose? Yeah. Is this guy dumb? I learned as like a six-year-old that holding in a sneeze hurts my ears. Apparently, you can pop your eardrums. It was even worse for this dude. Yeah, this guy had a hole pop in his windpipe. And, and then his body started filling up with air. He became like a human balloon. Like the girl from Willy Wonka? Did the Oompa Loompas have to juice him? I hope so. It'd be Scotch, though, because he's Scottish. That's all right. In that case, more people should hold in their sneezes. But there was another rare thing that caused this to happen. He had his seatbelt on, and then with the nose pinched and the mouth shut in the car, I guess this all led to the popping. The pressure of the seatbelt as well had something to do with it. All right, so what we learned today, don't plug your nose when you sneeze and don't wear a seatbelt, I think is what I gleaned from this. A lesson from Matt and Fatty. Seatbelts are terrible. Or pull over if you have to sneeze, take off the seatbelt, then carry on. I'm just going to say it because we're going to get emails. Wear a seatbelt. It's smart. Also, seatbelt protects other people in the car. I'm not sure most people realize that. If you get in a car accident and you're not wearing a seatbelt, you become a projectile and you'll move all around the cabin of your vehicle, hitting all the people that are in the vehicle with you. Apparently, years ago, it used to be safer to not have a seatbelt. The goal was to have you fly out of the car before the car exploded. Back then, they weren't as safe. Oh, man, this is really bumming me out. <laughs> <laughs> but now cars explode far less. So put on your seatbelt. Yes. And don't plug your nose when you sneeze. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.